Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Morning. Welcome. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, we're going to jump right into things here. After I tell you about Riduzone, which is uh, something that could really help you this year if you've made a resolution to get healthier and feel better and, and look better. Um, this is a weight loss product that just about everybody in the building has used at one time or another and continues to use. It's called Riduzone. It was launched by a local company that produced a metabolite of olive oil, created a patented product that helps people control appetite and lose weight. And it helps you keep weight off. Because when you lose weight, your body thinks you're sick, something bad happened, and it slows down your metabolism. So Riduzone speeds it back up. And it helps control your appetite. And it helps you burn fat. So uh, between those three things, you're going to lose weight. Give it a try. See if you don't love it like so many of us here do. For a short time, we have a 30% off offer for you, our listeners to the show. You just go to riduzone.com, enter the promo code PAT, and you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. It's riduzone.com, promo code PAT for 30% off. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, uh... Democrats have become so radical that it looks it's starting to look like Joe Biden has no place among them. Joe Biden, former vice president, like two and two years ago, he was vice president. And now they they just want to discard him. And at one point, Biden had the most liberal voting record in the Senate. Yeah, right. That's right. He's he's got a, a ton of experience. He's well-liked. His poll numbers against uh, Trump look good right now. I don't think he'd beat Trump. but I And yet, uh, they don't want any part of him. They think it's a bad idea that he runs. Why? Because uh, they want fresh, new radicals to step up. Boy, they've got plenty to choose from right oh, now. Oh, my gosh. It is. They are so radical in the Democrat Party. And all they... All they keep repeating is how radical Republicans are. The radicals are on the left. And uh, they control that part. They control the Democrat Party. Completely control it. And they've, I don't know, they've changed their positions I don't know how many times. I mean, it's so bizarre because to show you how radical they are, you have to look at where they were just a short time ago. In 2009, uh, speaking at Georgetown University, Senator Chuck Schumer said illegal immigration is wrong, plain and simple. He referenced over 600 miles of border fence that had already been built, and uh, he claimed it was a significant barrier to illegal immigration. He claimed it was necessary, claimed it's effective, and now it's immoral somehow. Uh, how how did that happen? How in the world did that happen? Nancy Pelosi, she says, tells everybody who will listen that the border wall is immoral. She voted for the border fence in 2006. She voted for it. Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, Hillary Clinton, all, in fact, voted for the fence. I mean, that is... <laughs> no shame. That is just... It's, it's unbelievable. When you listened to them in the past on illegal immigration or, or fences or borders. If making it easy to be an illegal alien isn't enough, 
How about offering a reward for being an illegal immigrant? Yes. No, son, no sane country would do that. Really? Right? Guess uh, again. Oh. Mm -hmm. If you break our laws by entering this country without permission and give birth to a child, good, that's we a good reward thing. that child uh -huh. with U.S. citizenship wow. and guarantee a full access to all public and social services this society provides. It is wrong and ultimately self-defeating for this a nation amazing. of immigrants to permit the kind of abuse of our immigration laws we have seen in huh. recent years, and we must do more to stop it. Wow. I think we can enforce our borders. I think we should enforce our borders. Hmm. To have a situation where 40% of the babies born on Medicaid in California today are right. born of illegal immigrants mm -hmm. creates a very real problem. The hate. I'm deeply opposed to illegal immigration. And I call on the federal government, the president, and the mm -hmm. immigration services to stop the inflow of illegal immigrants into this country. Why? I believe we have very serious immigration problems uh, in this country. I think, as you've heard today, sanctions against employers who hire illegal immigrants is virtually non-existent. Our border is very porous. Well, Bernie look, Sanders. I voted uh, uh, numerous times when I was a senator to mm -hmm. spend money to build a, <gasps> a, uh, uh, a barrier. A barrier? To to prevent what? Um, illegal immigrants <laughs> from coming in. You're going to um, build a, bear, a barrier? I do think you have to control your borders. The hate time. Wow. We simply cannot allow people to pour into the United States undetected. Why? Undocumented. Huh? Unchecked. Uh -huh. And circumventing the line of people who are waiting patiently, diligently, and lawfully uh, to become immigrants. That's fascinating. Hmm. Is that illegal immigration is wrong, plain, uh, plain and simple. And simple. <laughs> Until the Americans uh, are convinced there. that we will mm -hmm. stop future flows of illegal immigration, right. we will make no progress. <laughs> okay. So all these loudmouths that are screaming about immoral walls voted for them and opposed illegal immigration in the past. And now... They're for both of those things. They don't care about illegal immigration, and they're absolutely adamantly opposed to building a wall or a fence or any kind of structure. What happened? Why? Why? How did that happen? So illegal immigration, they're all super radical on that. They're, they've all changed their mind on that. And that's not the only subject. What about gay marriage? Where were Democrats on gay marriage? Just a short time ago, virtually every Democrat on earth opposed gay marriage including barack obama what i believe in my faith is that in your, uh, in your faith a man and a woman wow when they get married mm -hmm. uh, are performing something before That's, god and oh. it's not simply hmm. uh the two uh persons who are meeting oh i see when have you said anything else along those lines or fine marriage um i believe that marriage mm -hmm. uh, is the union between a man and a woman now, for huh. me as a Christian, yeah. For me, for me as a Christian, it's also a sacred union. It is. Well, what happened then, Mr. Um, President? Are you still opposed to same-sex marriage? I've always been adamant. Here that, we go. <laughs> uh, gay and lesbian mm -hmm. uh, Americans uh, should be treated fairly, fairly and equal. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was mm -hmm. sensitive to the fact that. Sensitive uh, to for a to lot the of people, you mm -hmm. know, the the word marriage the was word. something that mm -hmm. 
evokes very powerful traditions. Yeah, like for religious you, religious beliefs, right? Because so that's what you said. Um, but I have to tell you that what over you have to the tell course us? of uh, mm -hmm. several years, as I talk to public opinion change, friends, right? family, mm -hmm. and neighbors, uh, when I think Red about polls. Uh, members of my own staff now that I'm a lame duck president incredibly mm -hmm. committed mm -hmm. monogamous relationships same-sex relationships yeah who are raising kids together uh, when I think about together uh, those kids soldiers or airmen or Marines or yeah the military uh, yeah because sailors so many in the out military. there fighting on my behalf mm -hmm. uh, and yet mm -hmm. feel constrained constrained even now that don't ask don't tell is gone because uh, they're not able to, uh, to commit to, themselves in a marriage mm -hmm. uh, at a certain point, I've just concluded. At a certain point, that, you um, just—I uh, just saw the polls, and for him personally to it stay is in power, for me to go ahead uh, and, and affirm and affirm that, that uh, I think same-sex uh, couples mm -hmm. should be able to get married. <laughs> so it was a long way Woo! to the well, man. Wow, it was, was a long, long see, way to the well. But you're playing dirty today, Pat. Uh -huh. You're playing their own words for I them. I know it's not How fair. How dare you play their? own words it's like uh it's it's like the george c scott version of uh a christmas carol scrooge when uh he turns to to the ghost and says you use my own words against me and the ghost says yes so maybe you should choose your words more carefully that's deep dude yeah that's like it? a deep christmas movie. yeah it is yeah it really is uh so that was Obama. Uh, Hillary Clinton, say perhaps somebody who will probably run again for president. Where was she on gay marriage? I believe mm -hmm. that marriage is is not just not. a bond, but a sacred bond a between sacred a man and a woman. Bond? Wait, a sacred bond between a man and a woman? Mm -hmm. <sighs> what a hate! What a hateful thing that's, to say! So generic. Though, oh my. Wow. I have had occasion in my life to uh -huh. defend marriage, <laughs> yeah. to stand up mm -hmm. for marriage, yep, we to know. believe mm -hmm. in the hard work and challenge of marriage. <laughs> sure. So I take umbrage, I'll bet, right? Umbrage at yeah, anyone yeah, who what, might suggest that mm -hmm. those of us who worry about amending the Constitution mm -hmm. are less committed less committed to, to the sanctity of sanctity marriage of or marriage. to the fundamental bedrock, bedrock principle, principle that it that, exists between a man uh, and a woman going back into the to, mists of history into the mists wow. mists of history one of the founding one of the founding foundational, foundational institutions institutions of history of and humanity history and civilization and humanity and civilization. Boy, she really that sounds like she meant she it. She hemmed and hawed that one out, didn't she? <laughs> Good grief. I mean, it doesn't get any more powerful a wow. testimony for traditional marriage than that, does it? Well, then something some bedrock principle changed just to clarify just one more question on this would you say mm -hmm. your view evolved since the 90s or that the american public evolved allowing you yes. to state your real view that's what I'd i say. think yeah. i'm an american there's that laugh we she's love an american we love she's really laugh. not though <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh look i got some hot sauce in my purse you want some of that <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. All evolved. And it's it, been one we've of the all evolved. fastest, uh, and it's most sweeping it transformation. No, I understand that a lot of people already believed in it back in the 90s. A lot of but people not, already supported it. Uh, not that, but yeah. to, be, to be fair, Terry, to be, not to, that many. Yes, not that were many, there, Terry. Not that, activists who were ahead of their time. Terry, don't hurt my uh, chances for, for uh, running for president here. <laughs> not, not that many people. Okay. A few people, maybe some extremists, some radicals, some... Some kooks might yeah. have believed in it, but not not everybody like they do now, and that's why I've changed my fundamental bedrock religious <laughs> uh, principles. <laughs> oh. That was true in every mm-hmm. human rights and civil rights movement, but right, the vast, right. majority vast majority of Americans, of Americans um, were um, just waking up to this issue yeah, and beginning yeah, yeah. to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Think about it and 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 mm. grasp it for mm-hmm. the first time, and you know, think about their neighbor down the street who think about their neighbor. Uh, deserved mm-hmm. to have the same rights as they mm-hmm. did, or their son or their daughter. Or, uh, yeah, it it has been an extraordinarily it fast has. by historic terms. It has social, political, and uh-huh. legal transformation, and we ought to celebrate that instead of right. old <laughs> That's ground, right. where yeah. in fact, yeah. a lot of people, the vast majority vast of people, majority, uh, have been you know. moving. Moving forward. That's what they've been doing. We've been moving forward and changing our fundamental bedrock principles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. You know, if she's one thing, she's genuine, that Hillary. She sure is. She sure is. I love how all these people, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, they all cited religious principles. They all cited sacred principles to them. Somehow those sacred religious principles changed. When uh, the polls did. <laughs> Who would have seen that coming? That's wow. And then they have the unmitigated gall. <clears throat> I don't think that's on. It's not on the bingo list. It's not on the bingo list uh, this time. It, it was uh, the first one. Uh, then they have the unmitigated gall to point the finger and call everybody else uh, evil, essentially, who has held on to their fundamental bedrock principles. You're a terrible person, you're a homophobe, you're a racist, you're a xenophobe, you're all of these things when you still believe your traditional principles and values. They've changed them all. <clears throat> they've they've changed virtually everything they've ever believed. No, you can have those principles as long as it's still primary season. Okay? Yeah. That's when you can have them. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, no. I mean, I, Janet Napolo was uh, Napolitano. Uh, Janet Napolitano was probably right. the best example of somebody who just flat out admitted why she, she changed honest, her mind. Yeah. Completely honest <laughs> about about how she changed her principles. Uh, when, let's see, uh, she said this. Same-sex marriage. Have you changed your views on that? Yes, I, I, yeah, I think uh, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, many in, in uh, political and elective life in uh, the early part of this century, the, mm-hmm. the evolution hadn't occurred, and my statements the were evolution. very much in, in, in that way, mm-hmm. which is to say that this was something that society, in a way, the arc of history, as it were, needed to, to get there, and the arc of history has clearly arrived. <laughs> the and ar- on presidential the politics. Mm-hmm. arc of history, as it were, the arc of history hadn't changed. Yeah. Hadn't, it hadn't gotten there, and now it has. Wow, that's amazing. That is an amazing admission. So when the people changed their mind, she changed her mind to fit in. I mean, wow. That was an honest politician for just a nanosecond there. I don't think she knew exactly what it was she was saying at the time, 
She's just telling the truth. So it was in a, kind of an uncalculated answer. And I don't think she was in office at the time. And that's why she You're was right. able to give it. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, what does she care now? Uh-huh. Um, you know, so all of these fundamental bedrock principles, they've changed. Amazing. We'll get into healthcare, uh, and and the change in that as well coming up here in a second. Uh, if you're thinking about buying or selling a home this year, Real Estate Agents I Trust is a company Glenn started about seven years ago. He did that because uh, he had a really bad experience with a realtor who couldn't sell his home, and it sat there for, if I remember right, two years at least. And he lost all kinds of money as a result. Yep. It's really frustrating, and you lose a lot of money, and you just can't afford that. It takes a ton of expertise to be a great realtor these days, and the process is hard to navigate. So if you're looking for a realtor, somebody you can relate to, somebody you can get along with, somebody whose track record is good and has uh, you know, really good marketing plans and can sell a home fast and for the right money, and they're fans of the show, so you got that in common to begin with. Go to Real Estate Agents I Trust. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com, the best way to buy or sell a home in America. Buy or sell fast and for the right price with the team at realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. So the real... Radicals, the real extremists in society, almost everybody at the, the in the leadership roles, almost all of the Democrats running for re-election, uh, those who have been in power for years, those who have been, been making the decisions in this country, all believe something else just a short time ago. And now they're so solid in their belief now about all of these fundamental bedrock principles, immigration, uh, same-sex marriage. Healthcare. Oh, they they went berserk if you suggested that Obamacare was simply part of a plan. It's just a precursor to socialized medicine. Yeah, we're they're gonna you know the next thing they're gonna do is go to universal medicine. That's what they want. Oh, you were a conspiracy theorist. It was akin to believing the moon landing was fake. It was I mean they went out of their minds if you dared suggest anything of the kind. I have not said that I was a single-payer supporter. Huh. You, you haven't said that? I uh, cause... a proponent of a single-payer universal health care plan. Wait a minute. Does proponent mean I'm not for it? No, I, <laughs> I think proponent means for you know, it. I wouldn't I... put anything past even words, definitions changing. It's oh, yeah. uh, but... I know. Wow. Amazing, <laughs> We'd be any more clear. I love how you're going through all of these issues because you forget. You do. You're just because you're so overwhelmed yeah. with right. how insane everything is. Right. And taking a walk down memory lane, this is... I, I think it's important because yeah. they're throwing all these, casting all these aspersions on the right that, that you hate, that you're homophobic, that you're a xenophobe. And when a year or two ago, five years, ten years ago they were they felt exactly as we do what what changed Uh, public opinion Mm -hmm. so all their principles and values went right out the window and they just went with with what was popular um i mean listen to the the back and forth on on the socialized medicine thing. get a good public option 
it could reach a single payer, and that's the best way to reach single oh. payer. Right. And next to me was a guy from the insurance company who then argued against the public health insurance option, saying it wouldn't let private insurance compete. That a public option will put the private insurance industry out of business and Let me also uh, address a illegitimate concern that's being illegitimate put concern. Oh, here we go. Yeah. by those who are claiming mm -hmm. that a public option is somehow a Trojan horse mm. for a single-payer system. <laughs> a single-payer <laughs> health care plan, universal health care plan. That's what I'd like to see. The lies. I think if we get a good public option, it could reach a single-payer, and that's There's the best way to reach single-payer. Nobody is talking about some government takeover of health care. I have to be a proponent yeah. of a single-payer universal health care. I mean, back and forth. They they couldn't even keep track of their lies. Uh, they told so many. They told, And then there was the, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor oh, nonsense. That was a cute one. I like that one. Now, so now they've dropped all pretense. Okay, they're, they've always been for universal health care. That now they admit that's the goal. Now every single one of them has it as their platform. Every single candidate and, so far. And these are large issues. Gay marriage. Huge. Healthcare. Yep. Um uh what was the first one? Uh we, immigration. Immigration. Okay. Mm -hmm. And these haven't been slow changes over no. generations. No. They've been in the last, like you said, just a couple five years. to ten years. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It, it makes your head spin. Um, abortion. Do you remember that Democrats used to insist they wanted it to be safe, legal, and rare? I mean, now they want marching bands and ticker tape parades to herald yet another destruction of human life. Now, I mean, they used to fight for Roe v. Wade, which allowed abortions in the first trimester. That was it. You couldn't go beyond that. Now, we're honest to goodness talking about ending life even after the baby is born. Not just partial birth abortion. After the baby is born. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, how does it get any worse than that? During the election campaign in 2016, uh, Hillary was asked about Oliver flip-flopping uh, as, as we played a few minutes ago. And she, she actually had the nerve to say, well, actually, I've been very consistent. Oh, sweet <laughs> Lord. Whenever uh, they say that. Actually, I've been very, very consistent. But like most human beings, including those of us who run for office, I do absorb new information. Okay. I do look at what's happening in the world. It is information that changes. Um, wait. What new information did she suddenly receive on gay marriage? Oh, uh, uh, wait, gay marriage is about two men or two women marrying each other? Huh. I, I, th I thought gay marriage was about happy people being wed. I, uh, that's what I was against. Yeah. Same-sex couples? No, I, that, I've always thought that's awesome. <laughs> what new information did you get? It's always been the same stuff. Well, the new information she got was the latest polling data. That you know as well as I do, that's exactly what happened. That was the new information. When voters didn't accept it, she didn't accept it. When voters changed their mind on it and did accept it, so did she. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know, just like Janet Napolitano admitted to. So it's all about power. It's all about money. 
It has nothing to do, absolutely zero to do with principles and values. They couldn't care less about any fun foundational bedrock principle. They don't care about that. They don't have any foundational bedrock principles. Not a one, as they've shown over the last, at, at, certainly the last decade. They don't have fundamental bedrock principles. But if you do, you're a hater. If you do, you're a xenophobe. If you do, you're a homophobe. It's really frustrating. It's uh, It's been amazing to watch. And I just can't sit back and allow them to control this debate and call Republicans the extremists here. When there's nothing extreme about believing in the principles and values that you've always had. And you continue to have them. Isn't that the way it's supposed to be? Especially if you're a person who is spiritual, who is religious. If if you are, if you believe in God, God doesn't change. So how did your viewpoint on these really important social issue, issues change? Right? They were either true then or they weren't. They're either true now or they're not. Which is it? Uh, but... They, not to them. As soon as public opinion changes, so does their foundational bedrock principle. And as terrible as it is to hear how they have taken a 180 degree turns on issues, is that the voting public has continued to, like the most recent election, reward them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Fascinating. It seriously is. Because I think as a whole, nobody stops for a minute and takes stock of this and remembers the things they've said in the past, comparing them to the things they're saying in the present. And where are they going to be in the future? Who knows? I don't know. I can't depend on that, though, because I know they're going to change as the popular opinion does. So why would you vote for them? Why would you can't count on them for anything? Sadly, both parties have shown that propensity. Yeah. Lately, especially. Yeah. Uh, So... I, the only thing we can do is take care of ourselves and, and make sure that we're in the right place. Try to be in the right place at the right time. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. But this uh, immorality thing over the wall, which I, I can't take, uh, has to stop, especially with, with Nancy Pelosi. Uh, Beto O'Rourke, who is a populist as well, and uh, he's trying desperately to cash in on his fame. Uh, here's what he just said about the wall uh, when he was there at the border competing with Trump. We know that walls do not save lives. Really? Walls end lives. What? In the last <laughs> what? 10 years, mm-hmm. more than 4,000 mm-hmm. children... Women, women and men, and men have died trying to come to this country to work oh. jobs that no one will take, mm-hmm. to be with a family member, to flee horrific Wait. brutality mm. and violence and death in their home countries. And as we build these walls, 600 miles of the 2,000 mile border uh, uh. walled up and counting, we push them 
to ever more treacherous we, wait, and we, remote stretches of the U.S.-Mexico border, <laughs> wow. thereby ensuring I can't take greater it anymore. suffering All right. and death. Okay, shut up. Good golly. Are walls falling on people? <laughs> no, they're not. No. Uh-uh. When people die during the commission of a crime against you, you are at fault? Ugh. Is that what I'm to get from that? Okay, so I'm trying to prevent their crime by crossing my border illegally. And I'm at fault mm-hmm. when they go around my border and go somewhere else. Well, you pushed them to remote locations. I pushed location. them to remote locations. That's yeah. right. Ah, darn me. Why did I do that? Well, well good news for Beto. Now there's only going to be 55 <laughs> miles more trouble right, right, right. in their way. Ugh. Every year, millions of Americans make resolutions, lose weight. Eat healthier, save money, find a new job. But all of these can, you know, improve your life. But there is a resolution that can actually save your life. And that's when you resolve to take your firearm skill to the next level. And you can do that with iTarget Pro. This is a great system. It's completely safe. It comes with a caliber-specific laser in, in place of the bullet. So you can shoot this in your own home. And then the laser detects on the target exactly where you're hitting it. So... Go to the letter I, then targetpro.com. Check out the video, choose your caliber, download the app, and then you're all set when the system arrives. And this month, you'll get 10% off plus free shipping with the offer code PAT when you purchase the iTargetPro system. It's itargetpro.com. You're going to love this. Go there right now. Pat Gray Unleashed. Because there was another uh, data breach. Just 24 million people, though. Don't worry about it. That's not much. 24 million. Compared to nah. the budget. What are there, 7 billion people in the world? They didn't get most See? people's data. That's right. Good way to look at right? that, Right? Thank you. Thank you. So what would you say to the 24 million <laughs> whose data was compromised? You know, especially if you have a mortgage or a refi through a major bank, you know, uh, you're at risk of losing every dollar you have invested in your home. Mm. So... You might want to do something about that. Sounds bad. Because this breach did give scammers everything they need to steal your home's title. Uh, I didn't even know this was a possibility until about six months ago. And when I found out it was, mm-hmm. I thought, I, okay, is it worth taking the chance? When when home title law costs pennies a day? No, it is not. Uh, they forge your signature as a seller now. They refile your home under a new name. They take out equity loans against your home, and then you get stuck with the payments. And you don't know anything about it until the late payments show up or you get an eviction notice. Your bank can't protect you. Uh, no insurance program can protect you. And no identity theft program. There's just home title lock that specializes in protecting your online mortgage. So you can check to see if you're already a victim. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register for your free title scan and report. It's a $100 value. You'll get that free when you sign up. It's HomeTitleLock.com. Get yourself some peace of mind. HomeTitleLock.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah, it is. 888-933-93. Edit Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Smallmouth Bass uh, tweets, How many voices can they play of voices that literally make my skin crawl? Yeah, our bad. Wow, that's hateful. Mm-hmm. That's come on, that's hateful, mm-hmm. and maybe sexist and racist because there was some women oh, yeah. in there and some people of color. Yeah. So you know, that's all I can say is 
racist and sexist. If those voices make your skin crawl. That's true. Timothy Gilmer tweets, It's great that you're playing these old clips, but the American people only have a 10-second memory. So, wait, I had a point. Um, (laughs) Did I make it? (laughs) I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know. 10 seconds ago. Sean Perry, who? uh, I, too, have drastically flip-flopped on an issue. I used to think salad wasn't the worst food ever. Mm. Now I believe it's Satan's food. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know... I hear Glenn talking about salad. It's to me, it's not salad. It's it's vegetable content. Uh-huh. It's that you know. We'll get into that probably later. Oh, uh, but uh, vegetables are icky. Yeah, can you do They're a salad with icky. Uh, with with like steak and chicken or something? Yes, you go with that. Yes. Then it's just kind of like <laughs> yes. It's, it almost becomes like an Easter egg hunt. Now you're just like right. moving the lettuce out of the way exactly. to get to the. But I actually kind of like lettuce with a lot of delicious dressing on it and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that to me is my salad. <laughs> Uh, 18 spoons, uh, 18 spoons. Oh, 18 spoons. Your honor. (laughs) (laughs) I I love our listeners. Uh huh. Would it be possible to hijack the NPR airwaves and play the Dems supporting the wall on a loop? I wish. Well, they'll just say you selectively edited that. Yeah, they would. Yeah. It's amazing though. How many of the American people, uh, how many young people have never heard any of this stuff? Yeah. It's absolutely astounding. They just don't I don't know why. They don't have access somehow. They don't they don't hear it anywhere. They're too sheltered in their little liberal bubble, in their progressive bubble. Because the school system is by design. By design totally and completely almost progressive. By the way, it looks like Jesse Smollett's Story, this is going to surprise you. No, wait, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. It, Hold on. No, if it's going to surprise me, that means surprise that they you. found the bad guys. No, no. Okay, maybe it won't <laughs> surprise you. It uh, looks like it's getting a little shaky. Chicago police say they'll be requesting more phone records from the Empire Star regarding the racist and homophobic attack he allegedly faced two weeks ago. He's turned over heavily redacted phone records. I mean, this is ridiculous. <clears throat> Isn't it? I mean, come on. He's actually, he went to a concert appearance and told the big audience there, I am not going to let this to, to, to person get people get away with this. I am not going to be silenced. I am not going to stop. Mm-hmm. And then if it turns out he made this up, how bad does this guy look? Evidence is beginning to suggest the story has been fabricated. No. Who would have seen that? Stop it. Who saw that coming? I mean, I couldn't. Other than us? The only reason we couldn't is because the camera didn't catch the angle that it was happening. You're right. That's the only way we didn't see it coming. Right. Uh, It's incredible. Rumors are swirling now. The police are even considering charging him with with filing a false report. They're getting close to that, actually. Wow. They're getting close to it. Uh, they received cell phone records. and They were redacted. They were limited. Uh, but detectives will analyze them anyway. The uh, police superintendent plans to hold him accountable if the investigation reveals he did make a false report. That would be nice because that never happens. Well, we know the government probably captured the audio of the call, right? <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> you just call the NSA and yeah. say, hey, can uh-huh. you give us that particular... Or even Verizon or Sprint or yeah. whoever. You know, I'm sure that mm-hmm. file is somewhere. Hmm. And it's amazing. They've gone through hundreds 
of hours. They tracked his entire walk from the time he got off the subway. so thorough with this investigation. All the way home. And then inside the lobby of his of his apartment complex, and uh, the only the only time that he's not on camera somewhere is like a sixty second window where they, for whatever reason, well that's how long it takes to order and get your subway sandwich, uh, and the rope, <laughs> and uh, the little bottle of bleach that you need. My goodness, <laughs> but <laughs> but now. <clears throat> I'm sure there's an audio recording. And can't police compel like a T-Mobile or someone? We're investigating a crime. We need to know. We need to hear the contents of the call from 2 a.m. on February 5th. Mm-hmm. Whatever day it was, January something. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I don't know, man. I, I, is, I don't either. This is unraveling, though. It is. Boy. Thank goodness it is. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I don't want to be. I don't want to think that there are people, idiotic people like this. Will the press make as big of a deal? <clears throat> this is a rhetorical question. When they find out, if they find out this is completely made up the way they did. No, they right want to the sweep gate, it under the carpet. Right out of the gate. They were just like, mm. oh my gosh, look at the atmosphere Trump has caused. Right. A black right. man can't walk in negative 20 degree temperatures in Chicago anymore. And here you have two great special interest uh, groups in in the homosexual lobby and, and people of color. So... Yeah. Uh, it looks really bad. It looks really bad. And then when you and he says that they called him both names: the F word for homosexuals, the N word for blacks. And then they screamed, "And this is MAGA country!" No, 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 no. It's MAGA. Where's this is Chicago? It's MAGA country. MAGA country. You maggot. One oh nine nine MAGA country. There a song by, uh, it seems like for, I remember, and this is a horrifying memory from my childhood, oh, no. Tennessee Ernie Ford. Does that sound familiar to you? Do you know him? Uh, I know singer. That, yeah, so, yeah. He's he sang a, a song called This Is My Country. Uh-huh. Maybe we should change that to This Is MAGA Country. Oh. This is MAGA Country. We don't like the gays. <laughs> I wonder if they sang that to him uh, as they beat him. Yeah, and then p- put the noose around his oh, neck. I definitely need the audio version of that now from Sprint. <laughs> oh boy, did they sing any more, or is it just the no? One that's line? all they. That's all they. Just the one line. Just the one. Just the one. It's kind of cold, you know. It Your was really cold. chords get a little yeah. tight, you know. Ten to twenty below. Usually they won't sing at all in that kind of weather. But uh, Tennessee, we were fortunate. Uh huh. Reference. Uh huh. Oh. <laughs> that's. Those are rare. Uh-huh. Those don't come around very often, what, right. so enjoy I mean, it. That would have been like a... Uh, <laughs> if if that had been a bingo square, I mean, that uh-huh. should have just been a uh, that should have just been a, an automatic winner right uh, there. I'm trying to figure it out if it could be oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's it definitely could be that, that one. one. I didn't see that one. Yeah, that, so that is a bingo but score. But Tennessee Ernie Ford, folks. So if you're scoring at home, down. if you're scoring at home, look look on your bingo sheet, wow. and that is, that is, we've decided, <laughs> a bingo score. All right. Uh <laughs> Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It doesn't get any more obscure than Tennessee Ernie Ford, yeah. uh, does it? I, I don't think so. I don't think so.
I don't think we've ever had. Uh, I don't think Tennessee Ernie Ford has ever been mentioned in the history of radio outside of like gospel so. country stations. So either did he actually? Yeah, he might have done country too, but I know he did a lot of gospel. Oh, just stuff. gospel. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I, I don't know. It may have been country and gospel. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Something else that's kind of fun and extremely weird. Uh, this thing that. First of all, what event is this where it looks like Tom Brady is laying in a in a barber chair and they're about to like give him a shave or something? Wait, where what I, did you see this? You didn't see the oh, I think we have we have the audio, the video of it. And he's talking about his wife being a witch. Now people are laughing at him like he's joking. He's not. He's a hundred percent. Serious. Oh no. Look at this and try to figure I, I don't know what the event is here. It's it's very, very the strange. Shave-a-thon. I don't know. I've learned a lot from my wife <laughs> over the See? years. She's so about the power of intention, you know, and believing uh-huh. things that are really gonna happen. And she always makes a little altar for me at the game. An altar. She, she just uh, wills it so much. Uh-huh. And uh That's so not she creepy. put together a little altar for me that I could bring with pictures uh, of my kids. A and little altar. I have these little special stones and healing stones and stones. protection stones and she protection has stones. me wear a necklace and, and that, take these yeah. drops she makes. I say all these mantras. Uh, stop Man- it for a mantra. second. And it's, I stopped it's, questioning her all the time. It, it, it's mantra. Yeah, let's get this okay. straight. Tom. What for the love of heaven? This is let's the find... second time in two weeks we've yeah. had to correct people on the word mantra. Yeah, it's not mantra. Yeah. I mean, you know what? You know what? Tom Brady and Stacey Abrams have in common? They don't know how to pronounce mantra. mantra. Mm-hmm. Uh, among maybe other things, I don't know. But, but what if what is the event here? I th- I don't, the guy's I, getting ready to put the towel over yeah, his face. I seriously can't. Tell. Are you going to suffocate him? Or are you trying to kill him? Or what? But, He's got like an apron on him. Well, what I think it is. Is it's weird to quote Barack Obama? Is 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 um, Gillette Stadium? It looked mm-hmm. like you saw the Gillette in the background, and that's what they're famous for. Is like, oh, you know, yeah, so okay. I bet it was some stupid <clears throat> okay. publicity. You saw no, the Lombardi right. Trophy there. I don't know. Whatever. No, you're probably right. That's yeah. that's good. Yeah. I, I couldn't put that together when I saw the thing yesterday. Huh. Uh, anyway, here's the rest. And I stopped questioning her a it long works. time ago. I did. I just shut up and listened. And at first I was like, this is kind of crazy. And then no. about four years ago, we were playing the Seahawks. And she said, you better listen to me. This is your year. But this is all the things you're going to have to do to win. And I did all those things. And my God, you don't work. It was pretty good. <laughs> and then in 2015, it was about early January. And she said, you know how much I love you. And I said, yeah. And she said, I just want to let you know this is not going to be your year. Of course, we lost. I said, what does 16 look like? (laughs) And she said, 16 is going to be your year. (laughs) So it was early Mm -hmm. January this year. And I said, babe, I asking, do we have a chance? And she said, yeah, but you're going to have to do a lot of work and you're really going to have to listen to me. (laughs) So, man, Man. I listened to her. Right after the game, she said, see, Mm -hmm. I did a lot of work. You do your work, I do mine. She said, you're lucky you married a witch. I'm just a good witch. Okay, yeah, that's... Wow, that's... I'm laughing because now I'm kind of scared. This is super creepy, Tom. Please don't hurt me. First of all, you're a weird guy, okay? Uh And then I didn't know your incredibly hot wife was a witch. That's just really (laughs) weird, but... Are you a good witch or a bad witch? Yeah. She says she's a a good witch. Yeah. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? 
I I mean the guy the guy standing there. I mean that you got to see this on Blaze TV later. He's got that towel. I mean he uh huh. He really wants to do something with the I, towel. And then that's why it gets the audio gets muffled because he's like <laughs> he puts it over his mouth. He says I'm a witch, but he's like ah uh, that's a I, I think awkward moment there. Doesn't it look like he's serious? Yeah. He's saying oh he's being serious. Yeah, yeah he's saying that uh, Giselle Bunchen uh, Brady is a witch. I, that's creepy. Maybe uh, um, is that hateful to say that a witch is creepy now? I I don't know. Maybe. Oh, you know what? That's a good call. Yeah. By the end of the year, so some Wiccan will call and get... say, "How dare you say?" Yeah. Let me let me explain the difference between uh, a witch and a warlock, sir. <laughs> oh, that'll come. And a good witch and a bad witch. Good witch and a bad witch. Mm-hmm. They float. I mean, and I a know. sandwich. <laughs> See, what, uh, he, see okay. what he did there? See what he did? You know, the Earl of Sandwich, uh, he was a hero. That's, re- that's, that's really good. No, that was good. All right. Triple uh, 8-933-93. Larry in Oklahoma. You're on the blaze. Hi. Mr. No, I was going to say Mr. Beck, but that'd be bad, wouldn't it? <laughs> Mr. Gray, well, it wouldn't be it's a wonderful day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. the arc of history regarding illegal immigration has brought us to a point where we need to change our policy. Yeah. Not a single Democrat will ever vote for border security. And there are many Republicans that won't either. So I've got a new solution. Okay. California can't get enough of them. Mm-hmm. They're a sanctuary state. The mm-hmm. governor is pulling the National Guard off the southern border. Yeah. So here's what we do. We build ports of entry along the eastern and northern border of California instruct Border Patrol and ICE. When you pick up an illegal anywhere in America, except California, load them on buses and take them to L.A., Sacramento, or San Francisco. Then we abandon the southern port of um, north, or the one that's north of us, uh, Tijuana. We tell California, you're no longer required to pay anything into the treasury and don't expect anything from it. Yeah, California if, have them. If you could, if you could make that arrangement, uh, I think a lot of people would be for it. Thanks, Larry. Well, uh, it's, maybe. Just, it's just that nobody, you can't, I mean, it's just not going to happen, uh, but it would be great. It would be great if you could, if you could uh, allow these states that choose to do this uh, to suffer the consequences. All right, if that's what you want to do, we're going to wall you off, and you can have all the immigrants, uh, all the illegal immigrants you want, and uh, we're just going to wall off your country, and you can be your own little nation. You can pay for all their health care if you want to, all their education if you want. Send them to free college. I, I, we don't care. We're just not going to pay for it. You are. That'd be great. It's just that that arrangement's never going to be made. But I agree with your initial statement. Thanks for the call, by the way, Larry. That uh, the Democrats aren't ever going to. They're never going to vote for border security. <clears throat> so how is this ever going to happen? What is the actual solution? Is there an actual solution to this? Is there something that we can actually do? Something that will be done in order to rectify the situation? It looks like to me the only way, and I'm not in favor of it, the only way to do this is through executive order because uh, yeah, Democrats aren't going to, they're not going to do it. Trump's talking about reallocating some money, moving it around. Oh, you know what another possibility is? This is kind of weird. And I think they could do this. 
they seized $14 billion from El Chapo. Okay, yeah. Drug kingpin of the Sinaloa uh, cartel. They took uh, $14 billion that he had in the bank and seized it. Well, couldn't you use that to build the wall? You got $1.375 billion allocated. So you're talking about almost $16 billion. That'll get you two-thirds of the way there. Do it. Do it. What what would be wrong with that? Oh no, we use drug money to build the wall. Yeah. I mean, the and that's someone who use has for gone it. through due process, right? Albeit in another country, but still, uh, you know, I'm. What you, no, he went through the he went through oh, the process was, here. Oh, that was here. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. no. Well, yeah, then, yeah. Then, in, let's do this to New York. Make it happen. That's right. Why yeah. was I thinking that was somewhere else? Yeah. Okay. So he's been sentenced to life. Life in prison. He in doesn't prison. need that. He doesn't need the money. Unless he's going to buy a lot of cigarettes. They do th- They do th- assume he's going to continue to run the cartel from prison. Hmm. And I, I don't know how these guys do that. Uh, but they, they do somehow. They keep they keep control of, of their area. And uh, it's, it's amazing. There we go. But you seized $14 billion. Yeah. Let's do it. Use it to build the wall. What, what will that get us? Uh, 80 miles of wall? <laughs> <laughs> Not that much. I no. mean, don't be ridiculous. Sorry, Come on talk. now. Sorry. Come on. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pack Ray Leash coming up. Let me tell you, before we get started into the uh, meat of the show this hour, about Cosmo Hurts Kids, just take a minute to um, tell you about this great cause that Victoria Hurst started because she's concerned about our kids. She doesn't want them to have access to pornography. And in virtually every state, there's uh, material harmful to minor laws that can be applied to pornography, but it isn't applied to Cosmo Magazine. That's why she started this movement, even though... You know, her family's company is the Hearst Corporation, which publishes Cosmo magazine. Now, she doesn't she doesn't want to drive them out of business. I mean, it's her family's company. After all, she doesn't want to censor the magazine, take away their freedom of speech. She just wants kids not to have access to it. And then you wouldn't be able to read, you know, if you're 14 years old. I'm using Tinder to find the love of my life. But like, I need your help. And then, you know, all kinds of sex advice, uh, all kinds of strange, uh, just bizarre, bizarre. zodiac things like we had yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, if you'd like to protect kids from Cosmo, go to CosmoHurtsKids.com. Find out what you can do to help. It's CosmoHurtsKids.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Uh, Chris Pratt, who is a committed Christian, uh, has responded to actress Ellen Page's shaming of his church. I, I guess he attends Hillsong Church in Los Angeles. And uh, Ellen Page doesn't like that because she believes the church is anti LGBTQIA2. Plus, infinity people. Uh, on Saturday, she wrote, 
if you're a famous actor and you belong to an organization that hates a certain group of people, don't be surprised if someone simply wonders why it's not addressed. Being anti-LGBTQQIA is wrong. I'm sorry, I missed the two there. Being anti-LGBTQQIA2 plus is wrong. There aren't two sides. No, that's I think that's true in just about every case with left-wing people. There's only one side to every argument. Uh, and, you know, they're all about free speech, but they don't want to hear from you. The damage it causes is severe. Full stop! Oh, not the full the, stop. That, I, yeah, so, oh, it drives it. me out of my mind. And then I love this. Sending love to all. Yeah, sure. That sounded uh, very, very, <laughs> very awesome. loving. Thank you for those loving, loving words. Ellen, that was wonderful. Full stop. The previous Thursday, Pratt appeared on uh, Stephen Colbert, openly discussed his faith. That had to be great because Colbert is a douche. Uh, Pratt told Colbert, if the spotlight that is shining on you is brighter than the light that's within you, it will kill you. That's pretty good, actually. Uh, But here's how he responded to her. He wrote, it's... It's recently been suggested that I belong to a church which, quote, hates a certain group of people, unquote, and is infamously anti-LGBTQIA2+. Nothing could be further from the truth. I go to a church that opens their doors to absolutely everyone. Despite what the Bible says about divorce, my church community was there for me every step of the way, never judging, just gracefully accompanying me on my walk. He just recently got divorced or is in the process of it. They helped me tremendously offering love and support. It is what I've seen them do for others on countless occasions, regardless of sexual orientation, race, or gender. My faith is important to me, but no church defines me or my life. And I'm not a spokesperson or a spokesman for any church or any group of people. My values define who I am. We need less hate in this world, not more. I'm a man who believes that everyone is entitled to love who they want, free from the judgment of their fellow man. Jesus said, I give you a new command, that you love one another. This is what guides me in my life. He's a God of love, acceptance, and forgiveness. Hate has no place in my or this world. That's a pretty good response. Mm -hmm. And generally agree with that. Mm -hmm. Of course, when... When Jesus says that uh, that he you know loves everyone and he does, he also tells you to go and sin no more. So, you know there is that aspect of it, but we won't get into that at this particular juncture. Uh, Although uh, I just did. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know what? It, it snowed in Hawaii. That's awesome. Uh, now it's happened before because Hawaii has some really high peaks. Uh, Mauna Kea rises 13,803 feet uh, above the sea floor, above the sea surface. But um, snow is rarely seen at elevations below nine or 10,000 feet. Well, it went all the way down to 6,200 feet on Sunday. <sighs> That's what I'm saying. Global warming. Wait, no. Global doesn't... warming. That's what I'm talking about. Global weirding, global climate change, global warming. Weather weirding and whatnot. Weather weirding, yep. Uh-huh. 
whatever would work in it in this situation so that we could get money out of you and stop the evil Exxon Mobil. Oh, um, that's really specific. Officials at the Department of Land and Natural Resources say it could mark the lowest elevation snow elevation snowfall ever recorded in Hawaii. Wow, that's awesome! Isn't that amazing? I love fun facts like that. How did too? How did too? Do we have Do we have some video of uh, Don't we have some video of snow in Hawaii? Or maybe we, we don't have it. Can we run that? Like can you run that that, that, uh, that, that beautiful See? bean footage? Look at that. There it is. See that? There's the beautiful bean footage right there. Snow in Hawaii. That's cool. Uh, yeah, look at it. That's awesome. That's beautiful. And that's Hawaii, the winter wonderland mm-hmm. that is the Aloha State. Yeah. So wow. At that point, it almost looks like it could be Utah because yeah. that's what the scenery certainly looked like last week when I was there. So whose fault Snow is everywhere. this? Like, like this is your fault. My um, fault. Yeah, because you drive not. a big fat. It's not truck. my fault. You drive a truck, no, right? You breathe, right? Yes, and you're yes. polluting the atmosphere with CO two. That poisonous, toxic I'm, gas. I'm not like cows that, that are farting all over need. the countryside, though. <laughs> Those are the ones, cow farts and airplanes that are really doing it, but I think it's Corey Gardner's fault, actually. Corey Gardner. Uh, yeah. In what, in what way is Corey Gardner responsible for oh this? Oh, my gosh. He's responsible for every bad thing that's ever happened. Really? Yes. Okay. Including banning birth control, yep. of course. He did that. And that weather weirding oh, is because right. of him. Right. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. That's right, that's sweet pea. That's right. They're all out. <laughs> did you try the corner market? Of course. Grocery store? Sold out. Drug store? Come on. So everyone's sold out of condoms. Hmm. <laughs> How did this happen? How could Corey Gardner banned birth, birth control? control. Oh. And now it's all on us guys. Yeah. And you can't find a condom anywhere. Not one condom. And the anywhere. pill was just the start. Just start. The Pell Grants my little brother was counting on for college. Corey cut Corey them. cut them. Yeah. Climate change that <laughs> everyone knows is weirding our weather. Weirding our Corey weather. flat out denies it. Flat out Sweet denies pee. it. Corey denies science. Come on. This guy has no idea what's going on in the real world. <laughs> Sweepy in the world. Corey denies science ever. <laughs> so Hawaiians, you're waking up this morning. Why don't you send your thank you notes to Corey Gardner? Yeah, cause Sweet P, Corey denies science. Science. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love that. Sweet pea. You know, we're going to talk to a, a gentleman uh, about our weird weather coming up here yes, shortly. Yes, we are. Uh, uh, Gregory, Gregory Wrightstone, who wrote, and I really love this book. Mm-hmm. I'm not all the way through it yet, but I've gotten uh, through most of it. Inconvenient Facts, the yep. actual truth about yeah, the science algorithm. weather weirding. He's got a book. He's got an app. It's really awesome. And uh, he's going to join us here to... Uh, Talk about some real facts. And the app is, you just go to the, the app store, right, and type in uh, Inconvenient Facts. Mm-hmm. and Android or Apple. Yep. Okay, cool. All right, 888-900-3393. Uh, when was the last time you had your ears professionally cleaned, if ever? Mm-hmm. You know, I think I did when I was a kid, uh, and it was unpleasant. But uh, you can do this in the comfort and privacy of your own home. If you have itchy ears or they're painful or, you know, you got that plugged up sound in your head, Sounds like you're talking in a tunnel when you speak. I hate that. When water gets trapped in your ears mm-hmm. after swimming. Uh, if this sounds familiar, WaxRx is a phys- physician-developed technology. Safely and effectively removes all that. And then it soothes your ears with a pH-conditioned formula. 
Now you can use WaxRx without a prescription. There's no more expensive trips to the doctor, no more wasted time with cotton swabs or other things that don't work or are downright dangerous. Actually, the cotton swabs are. You slip a little bit and put that Q-tip too hard in your eardrum, you could pierce it. Try the WaxRx system instead. Risk-free today. Just go to usewaxrx.com. Use the offer code radio at checkout and you'll get free shipping. Finally, there's a solution for stubborn earwax buildup. It's WaxRx.com. Use WaxRx.com. Offer code radio. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Let me quickly also tell you about um, how to become a stronger leader. You can enroll in in our uh, leadership training program. Every summer, Mercury One does this. And and the young adults who participate in this, to a person that I've met at least, love it. Absolutely love it. So in collaboration with uh, Wall Builders, Mercury One is opening their doors again this summer to emerging, emerging young leaders. Leadership training program offers participants a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to gain hands-on experience with original historical documents uh, and not only gain a deeper understanding of American history, but also you'll learn how to question boldly, think critically, and engage in meaningful discourse when you're confronted with differing opinions. This unique program is designed for young adults 18 to 25 and it's headed up by David and Tim Barton, special guest speakers like Glenn. And it takes place here in Dallas, but Irving, not Jeffy. actually. Not Jeffy. Jeffy's not Jeffy. Not gonna, no, you don't no, want no, Jeffy no. showing up at one of these, no, you do not. talking to your young people. No. Mm-mm. Mercury One is now taking applications, so this will fill up really fast. There's just limited spots available. Um, go to Mercury, mercuryone.org right a- now and sign up. Mercuryone.org. That's like Tom Brady trying to say Mercury. mantra. 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 Inshallah, bad today. Kentucky. I'm Tom Brogan. Tonight from Louisville, NBC Nightly News. Not a square. Mercury1.org. Or call 972-499-4747. That number again is? Uh, 972-499-4747. You want to hear something weird? Mm-hmm. Uh, I called a number the other day. Yeah. A business. That one? Not that one. Oh. Okay. And it said, sorry, this call is busy. The the, the number you're trying to dial is busy. I'm oh, like, I haven't heard that in a long yeah, time. Yeah, it's like, what does that mean? Wow. I haven't heard that in ever. Wow, what? The, really? Yeah. At a business? Yes. I, most- a large business at that. You got a busy signal? It an actual weird. Seriously, when was the last time you got a busy signal? Well, I didn't I'd even love get, to hear from people I didn't that. get the busy signal. That's cool. Oh, you didn't? The you guy, just... like, a recorded, like, it wasn't even a female operator voice, so I was huh. uh, shocked on multiple fronts, but it was a guy's voice. Goes, weird. I'm sorry, the number you're trying to dial is busy. <laughs> what? what? Even my grandmother, 93-year-old <laughs> Nana, has call waiting. What are you talking about? It's busy. Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> so that was my experience uh, on Monday. Did you, uh... Did you say, excuse me, uh, the 1980s just called? Yeah. No. And they want their phone system back. Yeah, yeah. No, I was looking for the thing <laughs> to push down on my phone. Sarah, give me a different line. Sarah, call Mount Pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. What was that all about? Get me Pennsylvania 199, or whatever that number is. Um, <sighs> the Grammys were on the other night, and I love this because 
Uh, the Grammys are agonizing. Uh, every, every one of these award programs are hideous. But the final numbers are in, and it's an all-time low again wow. for music's biggest night. The CBS show drew a 5.6 rating in the 18 to 49 demo, which is down 5% from last year. Um, it actually had 19.9 million viewers compared with, well, I guess the overall number was actually up. So it's only an all-time low in the demo. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So the important people that buy stuff. So I guess Michelle Obama uh, saved the day, at least uh, in the overall numbers, because <laughs> she's she showed up on the show and people went into worship mode. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Our goddess is here. Our <laughs> goddess is here. Seriously, those celebrities <clears throat> oh, it was embarrassing. looked like Seriously, it was embarrassing. teenage girls at a Beatles concert. Right. Ugh, gosh, right. So gross. And she wasn't even showing her arms. Yeah, see, now that I you know? could. Now, if, if I she showed her arms, slack. you could understand it because she's got incredible arms. They are. They I mean, are those arms are amazing. Else. They sure are. 888 uh, <laughs> You know. Let's take a minute and talk about your life, the life of people you care about. It's easy to forget, but you don't just owe it to yourself to be healthy. You've got loved ones to consider. My wife has been reminding me of this a lot lately, and so we're trying to eat much better. And I told her, thank goodness I've got Field of Greens because, you know, I am eating much better. I'm getting vegetables in my diet. I'm not because I'm just not going to eat, you know, the kale and the spinach and the green beans and broccoli and Brussels sprouts and all the things that I just uh, hate. I've got all that in Field of Greens. Every scoop is a full serving of real USDA organic fruits and vegetables, complete with antioxidants, really good for you. If it wasn't for Field of Greens, I just wouldn't get vegetables in my diet, period. It would not have, well, corn maybe, peas. The things, the vegetables that aren't really that good for you, mm-hmm. I would get those. Go to BrickHousePat.com and get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. A better you awaits with BrickHousePat.com offer code PAT. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. They're all out. Did you try the corner market? Of course. Grocery store? Sold out. Drug store? Come on. Come on, stupid. Man, you're You drunk. mean, God, the drug store? Of course, that's the first place I went, you moron. Man. Know your place, woman. So everyone sold out of condoms. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. How did this happen? Corey Gardner banned <laughs> birth control. And now it's all on us guys. And you can't find a condom anywhere. Not anywhere. It's and the pill was one. just the start. Just the, the start. The Pell Grants my little brother was counting on for college. Corey, Corey cut condom. them. <laughs> Climate change that everyone knows is weirding our, our weather. weather. Corey flat out he denies flat it. Out denies it. Sweet Pete, Corey Pete. denies science. Come on. This guy has no idea what's going on in the real world. <laughs> I love that. That's, that might be my all-time favorite commercial right there. Sweet Pete. So natural. Sweet oh, Pete. so natural. How many of us call our loved ones Sweet Pea? I oh. mean, if I had a nickel. For how many times? If, yes, I'd have one nickel. Uh, if I could find somebody, but I don't have any nickels. Wow, right I was going to so. say, I, I would have zero mm. nickels. <laughs> Sweet pea. Sweet pea. <laughs> so bad. So, Corey, Corey Gardner banned birth control. Corey Booker wants to ban meat. 
no, come on. Uh, these people. Spartacus doing that? Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, you talk about radicals. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to say it every day. These, the Democrats in leadership, the Democrats running for president are as radical a group of people as I think we've ever had Seriously, in elected office. We used to just say Bernie Sanders. Boy, mm-hmm. and then, of course, the Democrats got Bernie Sanders. No, no, no. The Democrats got Cory Gar- uh, Cory uh, Booker. Cory Booker. They've got that Ilan AOC. Omar, yep. AOC, mm-hmm. the uh, Talib chick, Rashida Talib. All these, all the folks running for the Democratic nomination. I mean, you could go on. Oh, Thank you for slipping folks into it. That was. Oh, is that a, a bingo usage. square? Yeah, should it be. should be. No. Should be a bingo square. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Senator Cory Booker said the planet quote can't sustain people eating meat. Unquote. As the 2020 hopeful aims to become the first vegan president, Ugh. Booker told the vegan magazine Veg News, <laughs> <laughs> "Yes, <laughs> Veg News. I have got to subscribe to Veg News. Oh, you do. I have to. Don't act like you haven't already got the subscription rocking and rolling. I, I was hoping you'd catch that. Of course, I've subscribed to Veg okay. News and have for years now." Since its founding issue, I've, I've got, got to say, all. yeah, uh, the the greatest mm-hmm. thing about Veg News magazine, mm-hmm. it's it's when you try to tear out the little uh, the subscription card, the little perforation thing, yeah. it's so easy, it just comes right, right out. Yes, yeah, it's the best thing about. Yeah, it, it is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, as you know, I don't have to tell you, being a lifelong subscriber to Veg News, Veg News. earlier this month, uh, they say that he became vegan after coming to the realization that eating eggs. <laughs> quote oh no didn't align with my spirit unquote wait eating eggs didn't align with your spirit no destroying human life does align with his there spirit yeah. i just want to be clear about uh-huh. that okay murdering babies uh-huh. in the womb yes perfectly fine that's total alignment with his spirit but eating a freaking egg, an unfertilized chicken egg, that doesn't align with his spirit. I, uh, I just, I can't take the unmitigated, bizarre absurdity of the left. Today may be the day, folks. Wow. Pat is wow. Pat, Pat, I, don't, Pat. I don't think unmitigated uh, or is go. on this particular... There's some duct tape to keep your head Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. While claiming he doesn't want to lecture Americans on their diets, he oh, does anyway, Everything of else, though. Booker says Americans need to be judged, uh, nudged into fake cheese. Oh, Here we go with the nudging thing go. again. Here we go with the nudging thing. Nudge me some more. That's so great. Wow, do these progressives back up everything we say about them on a daily basis? We need to be nudged because we are too stupid. We need these wise people in leadership positions because they know better than we do. So we need to be nudged into fake cheese because the planet can't sustain the environmental impact of the food industry. Oh, shut up, you. You see the planet Earth moving towards what is the standard American diet. We've seen this massive increase in consumption of meat produced by the industrial animal agriculture industry. I wish you would have used the word complex. I was instead. waiting for complex. I was waiting for complex. I was too. waiting for it too. The military industrial complex, the industrial animal agricultural <laughs> complex. <laughs> the tragic reality 
uh, Keith, as you as you know, because you read Veg News as much as I do. The tragic reality is this planet simply can't, can't sustain billions of people consuming industrially produced animal agriculture because of environmental impact. It's just not possible. That's weird because we are doing just that yeah. right now. Doing pretty good there. What are you talking about? Senator Booker. The devastating impact of greenhouse gases produced by the media industry is just not practical. The numbers just don't add up. Uh-huh. We will destroy our planet unless we start figuring out a better way forward when it comes to our climate change uh-huh. and our environment. We'll talk to uh, uh-huh. Gregory Wrightstone about this, author of uh, an inconvenient, f- inconvenient Facts, uh-huh. coming up in just a few minutes, as a matter of fact. Uh, in the meantime, let me tell you about Home Title Lock. Now, you may not have been previously aware of home title fraud. It's it's an amazing crime that is fast growing because it really pays off for the people committing the crime. And right now they've got this massive data breach which just exposed another 24 million of us to this where it gave these scammers everything they need to steal your home's title. So they just forge your signature as the seller. They refile your home under a new name and then they take out loans against your equity. Sometimes they even sell your home out from underneath you. Now, you don't know any of this until the late payments or the eviction notice shows up. Protect yourself by going to HomeTitleLock.com. You might already be in trouble. You can find out with a free title scanner report. $100 value. They're going to throw that in when you just sign up. Visit HomeTitleLock.com and protect yourself. HomeTitleLock.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Let me tell you about uh, Patriot Mobile before we get into our interview with Gregory Wrightstone here. If you're a Verizon customer, listen to this. This is where your money is going. Uh, Verizon contributes to the ACLU, which opposes the private individual's right to bear arms. Uh, They give to Planned Parenthood. I mean, if you want your money to go to liberal progressive causes... Uh, just keep using the major carriers. Verizon contributes to the Environmental Defense Fund, the EDF, that supports cap and trade. We're going to get into that in a second. On marriage, Verizon supported same-sex marriage by signing an amicus brief asking the Supreme Court to overturn state marriage laws. As far And I mentioned, as far as life is concerned, they do contribute to Planned Parenthood and abortion mill. Uh, on education, Verizon's a corporate sponsor of the National Urban League, which supports Common Core. On immigration, of course, they uh, they advocate for sanctuary cities. There are only four big major companies uh, who have towers that you can choose from. You're not you're not risking a thing by switching. All you're doing is p- partnering with a company that doesn't take your money and give it to organizations like we just mentioned. Instead, you can make the switch today and join a company that believes things that you believe, that contributes to causes in which you believe. Get the same nationwide coverage with unlimited talk and text plans starting as low as $20 a month. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. Get free activation on up to two lines. We need to stick together. Uh, and it starts... By supporting each other. That's why there's Patriot Mobile. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. 
exciting to have uh, Gregory Wrightstone in studio with us. I, I got his book called, an Incon- called Inconvenient Facts, The Science That Al Gore Doesn't Want You to Know. Uh, I got this about, I don't know, two months ago, Keith, maybe? Yeah. And started reading it. I absolutely love it. It's it's uh, it's not filled with gobbledygook that you can't understand. It's got all kinds of charts and graphs. I love it. Incredibly great facts. And in addition to the book, there's an app now. And that can be with you at all times. And so you've got those facts as well. That You just go to your app and you can talk to people at parties or get-togethers or wherever. you got some climate change goofball in front of you. Uh, Gregory, welcome. Oh, thanks for having me. Thanks for the kind words about the book and Love the it. app. It's great. Appreciate it. First of all, um, let's start on page 46 of your book because um, there's a chart there that covers 4 billion years of temperature data on the planet. Now, how do we know what the temperature was 4 billion years ago? First of all, can you explain that to us? Yeah, I'm not I'm not an expert on that. Uh, I'm a geologist, but uh, <clears throat> they use oxygen isotopes uh, for a lot of that. I was there's just going to say, it's obviously, mm-hmm. yeah, obviously. oxygen but there's, isotopes. Uh, there's a number of different mm-hmm. proxies that they use. To, and it's actually in the, dis, in the debate on climate change, and there is a debate, Virginia, uh, mm-hmm. that actually – both sides kind of agree on that temperature data, and that temp- temperature data shows us that for much of Earth's history, it's been significantly warmer than it is today in the current geologic period, as right. much as 1720 degrees Fahrenheit hotter than what it is today. Wow. Wait, 17 to 20 degrees hotter? Oh, absolutely. Uh, it was, wow. Uh, so Earth thrived with higher temperatures. Um but the focus probably should be on the last 10,000 years of temperature data since the last, the mm-hmm. end of the last ice age in this, this current uh, interglacial period. Where, and that's really when man started uh, be, uh, creating civilizations, moving into villages, and then uh, really the last 4,500 years. Because what Al Gore and his ilk need mm-hmm. your listeners and viewers to, to believe is that our current temperatures and the rate of increase in temperature are hotter than ever. It's unusual and unprecedented. Those are the two words that they They use. They love those words. Unusual and unprecedented. Uh If indeed our temperatures today are unusual and unprecedented, then they they probably have a pretty good argument that man's causing this. So we need to look back and see through geologic time and over the last several thousand years, have we really seen temperatures like that? And we have. And in the book and in the app, I document that over the last 10,000 years, there were nine other warming trends that were very similar to what we're in right now, all of them ended with higher temperatures than what we are. So, so, and, and, and all of them ended up before. Let me just say, before climate science became politicized, mm-hmm. those warming periods were called climate optima for a reason because both humanity and the Earth prospered in those warm periods. We're being told just the opposite. Wow. wow. Well, to the left, it to people shopping this nonsense, it has to be unprecedented. Because if it's not, then you your argument that, well, the climate's always changed, works against them. Huh. But when they say it's unprecedented, then they've got the thing, well, it's never happened before and we've made it worse than it ever was, yeah, which isn't it, the case. Yeah, there, there are many thousands of historical documents documenting uh, crops, uh, various things that showing that these periods of warming were much warmer than we are today. We just, my mm-hmm. wife and I traveled to the Mendenhall Glacier in Alaska. If you go there... You can see that during the last warming period, there are trunks of full-grown trees that are now being exposed by wow. the retreating. Think about it. Wow. So 
during the last warming period, those were full-grown forests where the glacier is today that are being. That's just one example. Now, when was the last warming period? That was called the the medieval warm period. Okay, yes, it was, it was called what was called the which ho- they have sort of eliminated now, uh, right? Exactly. Doctor Michael Mann uh, from Penn State. Uh, he's guilty of the uh, the climate gate emails, hiding data. He created what was called the hockey stick, which erased yeah. the medieval warm period. It erased uh, the horrific uh, little ice age. It was when cold is bad in the little ice age. Half the population of Iceland perished. It's thought that a third wow. of the population of the Earth perished. We're being told just the opposite, aren't we? Yeah. Warming temperature will lead to famine and depopulation. When just historically. Oh, over the last 4,500 years, it's a tremendous correlation between the rise and fall of temperature and the rise and fall of civilizations. Uh, if you were Emperor Gray in a warm period, you were pretty safe because you could feed your population, mm-hmm. right? If mm-hmm. you were Emperor Gray in a cold period and started getting cold, you weren't going to be emperor very long because your, the, your, your subjects would be getting the pitchforks out because you couldn't feed them, mm-hmm. all right? And we've just seen in these cooling periods – with names like the Greek Dark Ages, the Dark Ages, and the Little Ice Age, we saw famine, pestilence, and mass depopulation regularly. Absolutely opposite of what we're being told. Yeah, when it's warmer, uh, food grows <laughs> and becomes more plentiful. Yeah. But but to avoid that little hang-up, they, they continue to hammer the fact that it's going to be so hot Exactly. That, uh, ice melts, we drown, all of those sea level rise, all of that stuff. Yeah, one of the one of the fascinating things that, that's really mm. cool is actually I've got a on my YouTube video, I've got a video on relating the witch hunts of late Middle Ages in Europe to temperature. And mm. we saw once the little the, the temperature started dropping, uh, of course the the uh, uh, crops failed, we had famine, people started dying, and they were blamed on weather causing witches. And actually, the Pope. had an encyclical that approved for killing the witches so they killed a bunch of witches as many as 20 to thirty thousand witches burn at the stake all related to climate change but in the wrong direction one of the fascinating things was they started killing and then about 1500 it started warming back up right Mm -hmm. crops came back food was plentiful Mm -hmm. well why did it why did the crops come back they killed all the witches, Yay. right? So we were, but that only lasted for forty years, and then the temperature really dropped, and that's when the the really big witch hunts and killings took place. So again, there's a strong correlation between bad things happening and cooling, and good things happening and warming. And they've uh, they've kind of staked out the the other side of this argument is has staked out an interesting position where no matter. What happens on the planet? They're right. That makes them right. Whether it's if it's hotter, they're right. It's global warming. If it's colder, uh, they're still right because it's climate change and it's colder than it ever has been. And now the polar vortex has been forced further south than it ever was. Those we used to get Arctic cold fronts. All I grew up in Montana. It happened every single winter. But now. They even point to the freezing cold and snow as evidence of global warming. Oh, absolutely. And w- whenever we it, we make fun of them when we have intense cold going, oh, what about the global warming? Right. And I get blasted by the alarmist. Oh, well, you don't know the difference between weather, <laughs> weather and climate. climate. Yes. But yet, if it was... Every time uh, it's hot. 83 degrees mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in fe- on February 3rd, they would, <laughs> you know, sure as heck, they'd be using mm-hmm. that yes. as... This is proof of global warming. Yes. Uh, but we're not allowed to do that. 
so there's it, it's really and, and there will never be a debate maybe not never but they won't debate someone like me or any any other oh, qualified no. person because yeah because no. if they do they acknowledge that there is a debate and what they say the mm. that there debate's over the debate's over the science is settled yeah I, uh, we, what could not, be more fascist than that by the way it's, you know the the consensus thing was just something they made up out of thin air uh, and just started saying it so it became true. There's consensus on this and 97% agreement, and that's not true. Well, that's that's not true. I devote an entire chapter of my book, as you know, to that. Mm-hmm. And John Cook that did that, um, his 97% consensus that everyone references, he would include me in, as part of that 97% yeah. consensus. Because you agree that the temperature has risen. I, and I agree that CO2 increase is uh-huh. due to us mainly. And that that CO2 increase has to have a, a warming effect on the atmosphere. That's just, amazing. But you're a kook because... I'm a denier. E- but I just argue it's that catastrophic. it's... not catastrophic. I argue that that CO2 warming is modest and greatly overwhelmed by the same natural forces <laughs> that have been driving temperature since the dawn of time. Yeah. And they don't want you to know that. Um, and we, we were talking earlier. I spoke... Uh, uh, at, at an event here not too long ago and a professor was there blasting me on social media i said well listen i'll tell you what i'll come and speak to your class you can blast me whatever you want and then uh uh he said i'll no sooner have you as a flat earther and he says and i don't want my students exposed to this kind of science oh it gosh. wasn't that i was wrong it was that he didn't want them exposed to this kind of science. How insecure are you with your facts? Exactly. If you don't want your students exposed to the other side of the argument. Absolutely. That's, it's really amazing. It's uh, it's fascist is what it is. Now, uh, in your book, you quote National Geographic saying rains that are almost biblical, heat waves that don't end, <laughs> tornadoes that strike in savage swarms, there's been a change in the weather lately. What's going on? So what what is going on? What is the truth about all of that? Yeah, a lot of what we're seeing about uh, forest fires, droughts, it's just opposite of what we're being told. And uh, particularly, I like to use forest fires as a great example. Uh, we see actually uh, the latest national climate assessment was forest fires were featured as the climate apocalypse event of the day. Uh, the cover and the back cover both featured forests in flame. What we actually find, and this is really what led me into this book, as and before we get to that, let's just say, I wrote, I didn't set out to write a book. I set out to seek the truth, and it was really, it was that search for the truth that led to the writing of the book, and it was whenever I learned about forest fires is really when I, I said, oh my God, if they're lying to us about this, what aren't they mm-hmm. lying to us about? Because I found that the science, the facts, and the data tell me that that. Uh, Forest fires are actually in long-term decline globally, North America, America, and California, believe it or not. Even California, the data from CAL FIRE tell us that forest fires have been in decline about 50% over the last 30 years. In decline? In decline. Now, granted, the area wow. burned has increased. Wow. Which means that okay. each fire is necessarily bigger and probably more intense, but that's a that's not a, that's not a global warming issue. That's a uh, forest management issue, just like Donald Trump told us. So the Sierra Nevada Conservancy tells us there are four or five times too many trees per acre than what a healthy forest should have. Wow. Wow. All right. We'll get we'll uh, we'll get into this a little bit deeper with uh, Gregory Wrightstone, author of the book Inconvenient Facts, the science that Al Gore doesn't want you to know in just a second. Let me tell you about Optima Tax Relief, though. It's uh, it's bad enough that your IRS problems may have ruined last year. Don't drag that nightmare into the new year. 
here's what's at stake when the IRS has you in their sights. Your paycheck, your bank account, your business, maybe even your home. You know better than to deal with the IRS alone. You need expert help, and they're not all alike. Optima Tax Relief is America's number one tax resolution firm. They know that behind every tax problem are honest, hardworking Americans with families, with paychecks, and, and bank accounts to protect. So engage Optima to fight for you and protect what's yours. You'll be getting a proven, award-winning team, a team that can stop the aggressive collection actions and help you put your IRS problems behind you. That's how Optima has saved nearly a billion dollars for their clients. You can call and get a free consultation today while you still have options. It's 800-699-6140. 800-699-6140. Optima Tax Relief. Unleashed. All right, we've got uh, Gregory Wrightstone here, uh, author of the book Inconvenient Facts and the app uh, that you can use pretty much anywhere. It's just a, a fantastic little tool for your climate change buddies. Um, one of the things that, that has fascinated me for a long time is that even Al Gore has admitted, and we, we have the proof right here, that uh, sometimes CO2 does drive up temperature. But sometimes it's the other way around, right? And that seems to be problematic to me because the whole crux of their argument is that CO2 drives up temperature. But he admitted... Temperature goes up before the CO2 sometimes that's, goes up. Sometimes that has been true in the past. The opposite has also been true. Okay, so you got him. they got him to admit that sometimes temperature goes up before the CO2 does. So doesn't that defeat the whole purpose, the whole argument that they're making? Actually, it's very well documented that temperature changes first, CO2 follows it. And that's because Amazing. It's, 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 it's counterintuitive a little bit because you think that warming oceans would mean that it could absorb more CO2. It's just the mm-hmm. opposite. Think about that liter jar of ginger ale in your refrigerator when it's cold. You open it up and it just goes. You put that liter jar of ginger ale on your patio table in the summer in August. All right. And that's the CO2 that's in there. You open that thing up and it's like a volcano. So what happens is the temperatures of the oceans warm, it expels CO2. That's historically been the case. The alarmist will say, oh, but everything's changed now since we're adding so much CO2. So it's now, it's all, all the past processes that have been in, in, in action in Earth, everything's changed now because we've added 120 parts per million of CO2. Well, that's, it's, I tell you what, if you look it's at the big, dirty secret they don't want you to know is that our current geologic period has the lowest CO2 level since the Precambrian, the lowest. We're at... Do they admit to that? What What do they say to that fact? They say it's... Um, I don't think they really address it. That's one of the inconvenient facts that they don't want you to know. The average... We're, mm. we're at a little over 400 parts per million right now. The average CO2 level in the history of the Earth uh, has been 2,600 parts per million. Oh, my god! Six and a half times what it is. And even the the most the wow. scariest chart in the book is the last 140 million years of CO2 data. We went from 2,500 parts per million in a straight line down to what I call the line of death. It's it's 150 parts per million. We got within a whisker of that at the end of the last ice age. If we ever crossed that 150 million or 150 part per million, that's the line where, where plant life can't survive. And so we nearly you would got start, there. You would start into a mini ice age again. Yeah, you know, you'd kill every plant on Earth. Okay. And everybody, any, any animals that are, are relying on plant life. That's the line of death. The, 
minimum threshold for plant life to exist. We've wow. seen a tremendous wow. explosion of life uh, on the planet because of increasing CO2. The earth is greening, thriving, and prospering uh, due to rising temperatures and increasing CO2. And mm-hmm. it's, it's not even close. If you, and NASA tells us that up to 50% uh, of the earth is greening. In other words, vegetation is increasing. Yeah. Less than 4%. Mm-hmm. According to NASA, and your, 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 your viewers can go back and, and Google NASA and greening, those two, two words, they go, oh, Wrightstone, you know what you're talking about. Go in and see, see for yourself. It's amazing what's happening. Probably the most amazing thing we can point at like this is the Southern Sahara, the Sahel. 300,000 square kilometers of, of the Southern Sahara turning into a lush grassland. It's amazing. People and animals are moving back into this. We see the same thing in uh, Western India, China, and parts of Australia, formerly arid desert uh, conditions, greening. And that's a really, really good thing. And the experts attribute it to a combination of warming temperatures, which leads to more precipitation, and uh, increasing CO2, which means plants don't need as much water uh, to survive. Yeah, we had a press release come out just two days ago from NASA that said that, uh, what, like 5% uh, more coverage of a rainforest. A 5% increase. Increase since since the early part of the century. So in (laughs) less than 20 years, we've grown our forests in this planet by 5%. Shouldn't that be be a front page editorial in the New York Times? Yeah. It will never be. You can believe if it was the other way, if there was a 5% decrease, they'd run with that on the front page. No question. More deserts. More deserts. It's just, we see this time after time after time, these things that I call the uh, climate apocalypse events that are predicted. Droughts, forest fires, famine, uh, intense heat waves. They're not increasing, they're decreasing. Hurricanes. Hurricanes. <laughs> Landfalling hurricanes in the United States are in significant Way decline. Down. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see the long-term decline of, of uh, tornadoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2013 and 2016 were the two lowest numbers of tornadoes. And they continually say the opposite. Absolutely. They take every, every disaster. Don't let a disaster go unused because mm-hmm. they need to turn it into uh, global warming. And I, I think it goes back to, I opened my book up with a quote from H.L. Mencken who just paraphrase he said that governments and institutions need to create these imaginary hobgoblins of alarm with which to frighten the population because mm-hmm. you need a frightened population yep. to enact things like the paris climate accord or, or what why why in the world would the united states voluntarily impose economically crippling sanctions like carbon tax or this green new deal why would we do it the only reason the only answer to that is that we're sitting on the edge of a climate apocalypse that's our fault, right. and the only way we can save it is to reduce CO2, when in actuality we see that CO2 is infusing and benefiting both Earth and humanity. <laughs> and But the, the problem is they've done such a great job of convincing people that what they say is true, that they're, you know, they're chicken little screaming that the sky is falling, and they've done this in our school system, and all virtually all millennials believe this, including... My, my daughter, some of my own kids, and I've tried to explain this to them, but they've done such an effective job, it's almost impossible to, to get through to them. So that's why I'm so happy that you've got this new app. Yeah, absolutely. Tell us about that. Yeah, absolutely. I, even my, I'm a geologist, and I, even my scientist friends find it very difficult to talk about climate change with other people because it's such an emotional issue. Mm-hmm. People get hot and bothered about it. What this, what this does is puts the, the charts in the palm of your hand. That way, if you're 
your your idiot nephew at Easter dinner tells you polar bears are going extinct. You can you can say, <laughs> oh, wait a minute, Billy. Here's a chart of 60 years of polar bear population history. And, uh, and he goes, oh, well, what's the source? And you can click on the source. <laughs> and you go, oh, uh, Susan Crawford, the top polar bear expert in the world okay that's a pretty good story so you can have this you can have this information and empowers scientists and non-scientists alike with well-referenced well-sourced information that's in charts that are easy to understand and a lot of these i've i've uh, created videos three to four minute videos link that you can link to and watch about each one of these inconvenient facts it's I okay. think I think it's a truly powerful, powerful resource. I do too. It's, it's, it's in, great. And if you search for inconvenient facts at the App Store or the Google Play Store, inconvenient facts. And and I think uh, the book itself is a great homeschool uh, source uh, I, as well. Keith, I just had a, a fellow out of Galveston buy a thousand books. Oh. He 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 says I've got to get this in in all of my schools. He's sending one to each of. The United States Congressman and saying he bought a thousand <laughs> nice. books. Wow! I got another guy just he just ordered fifty books. So I, I've got I've got a, I've probably got fifteen or twenty people that have bought more than fifty books just to hand out to people. And what I love about the book is you're clearly not some extremist on this issue. You don't deny that there's never been, that there's no warming going on. Uh, you don't deny that uh, that some of what they have said has some merit. Um, you, but you just make a reasoned case that it's not catastrophic, certainly. Uh, it's not the end of the world. We don't need to go out and spend $100 trillion fixing a problem like this when it's actually beneficial for the most part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible. Again, it's red is white, up is down, left is right. That's for sure. It's, it's everything that we're, they're telling us. Just I, I, I go back to force fire about how absolutely easily it's provable that forest fires are decreasing. And again, I'll ask your, your, your viewers, if they're lying to you about that, what else are they lying to you it's about? It's a great question. Gregory Wrightstone, author of Inconvenient Facts. Look for the app, too, at the App Store. And you can also check him out on uh, Glenn's show coming up, what, 10.30 Central yep, Time? 10.30. Okay. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm Pat Gray Unleashed.